Will Cincinnati play like the Tigers they claim to be? Or will they be more like kittens here in the doghouse? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy. How is everybody doing? It's been a short time since our last podcast, considering I just finished the Chicago Bears. But we are heading to the Queen City. We're going to talk about our Cincinnati Bengals and see what we think of them this year, at least offensively. Defense, poof, woof, not going to mess around with that whatsoever. But by now, everybody should know the drill, how we do this. Look at the strength of schedule based on the DVOA provided by football outsiders. Uh, and look at it not only by total defense, rush, and pass defense, but by also Splitting it up by positions, wide receiver one, two, plus the tight end and the running back in the passing game. We do it a little bit differently. We look past what the strength of schedule is dictated by the opponent's record. We also take a look at the ADP and take a little peruse through the depth charts and uh, track down whether or not we believe the numbers that we are seeing in front of our screens so shall we get going let's get going here uh we'll take a look first as always looking at the strength of schedule based on opponents records last season uh as always we go full season first and second half and then by quarters uh remembering that each quarter consists of four games except for the fourth quarter which is five there's 17 games this year there's only really one or two ways that we can really do this so Let's start out here. Full season, the strength of schedule. They have the sixth hardest schedule based on opponent's record. First half, 25th. Second half, second hardest based on schedule. By quarter, 26, 19, third, and eighth. <clears throat> so if we were looking just solely on strength of schedule based on... Why do I get these goofy fucking texts? Um... If we were looking based strictly on opponents' records, uh, we would look at them as having a good first half, uh, second half, maybe getting rid of them. But, like always, let's look at DVOA. Starting with the first quarter, we're looking at Vikings, Bears, Steelers, and Jaguars. Based on total defense DVOA, 18, 8, 1, and 31st. We've talked about this. Vikings going to be a lot better this year. They're not going to be 18th. They should end up somewhere between 10 and 15, um, leaning more towards the 10. Uh, Bears, in terms of total defense, should regress and will be you know, somewhere at least between 15 and 20. Steelers are going to drop back. Uh, how far back it remains to be seen, probably looking at about 10th. 
if I'm estimating it out correctly. And then the Jaguars are 31st. They have made some improvements, but I mean they make improvements every year, so it's kind of hard to take you know take a serious look at them, take everything with a grain of salt. Now, uh, when you look at it in total, deep, we'll just go through the positions for the Jaguars: uh, Kevin Chazan, uh, Devon Hamilton, Malcolm Brown, and Josh Allen secure the front. The linebackers: Miles Jack, Joel Sherbert, uh, Schobert. And Damian Wilson is the linebackers. Your safeties will be Gerard Wilson and Rashawn Jenkins. Uh, corner, Shaquille Griffin and rookie Tyson Campbell out of Georgia with Trey Herndon manning the slot. So they're a little bit better than last year. Uh, I would still say that they are not going to be any better than, say, 25th. So it is what it is. But that is getting a lot harder. So when you look at the strength of schedule rankings based on opponent's record, uh, it's real deceiving. Rush defenses, 30th, 4th, 5th, and 24th. Talked about it on the last podcast with the Vikings. Uh, they are not going to be 30th. They are going to be really good. Uh, 10 to 15, somewhere in there. Just take it as 15, and they've already significantly improved. Bears should still be pretty decent against the run uh fourth overall maybe not but i would still see them sneak within the top 10 Steelers should be pretty decent uh and should be somewhere between five and eight uh jaguars at 24 sounds about right pass defenses vikings at 14 bears 13 Steelers one and jaguars 31st vikings should improve a little bit in their 14th you're probably looking at no better than probably 12th. Uh, Bears at 13, they're going to regress heavily um, unless that pass that pass rush can somehow get to the signal callers for the other team. Um, otherwise, they're not going to be able to play man-to-man very well, uh, and they're going to get beat pretty handedly. Steelers at one. We've talked about the sta- uh, we've talked about the state of their secondary. Their corners are horrible, so that is definitely going to go up. Uh, I would think somewhere between 15 and 18. Jaguars at 31. Uh, we'll see some improvement, but again, probably no better than the 25th. Versus the wide receiver one. Now the, now, the big talking point is whether or not the wide receiver one is going to be Jamar Chase or T. Higgins. Jamar Chase being the rookie, you would think would actually come in and be the wide receiver too, but considering the fact that he does have history with Joe Burrow at LSU, uh, we are going to project him out to be the wide receiver one and Higgins being the wide receiver two. Uh, Looking at the schedule for the first quarter, 28 to 24th and 19th. 28th for the Vikings can expect improvement there like we said if it's Cameron Dantzler being the one that's going to improve immensely if it is uh, Patrick Peterson who was brought over from Arizona uh, it'll improve but nothing drastic Bears at two uh, can expect that to really fall back I would expect somewhere around 15 uh, at the very at the very you know best possible to be completely honest with you uh the loss of um god brain farting the loss of corner why why am i keep forgetting him 
Oh, Kyle Fuller, who they cut. That's right. Went to Denver. Um, that's gonna that's gonna severely affect their defense. Um, having Desmond Trufant, who they brought over from Detroit, uh, pairing up with Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson should be covering the wide receiver ones. Jalen Johnson is slightly below average, uh, so I would expect that too to really jump up to about fifteen to eighteen somewhere in there. Steelers at twenty four. I think that holds true. Uh, this year, we like the wide receiver ones versus Steelers. And Jaguars at 19th. Really is probably the best spot to attack as far as with the wide receivers here. Um, especially early if you're going to get if you're gonna get the, the rookie in there to cover. Um, that is going to be immense for Jamar Chase. If it's Shaquille Griffin, he's going to have a little bit of trouble. But uh, that 19, that 19 should hold pretty darn true uh versus wide receiver two now this will be the t higgins you got the vikings at nine bears at 10 steelers at four jaguars at five um vikings at nine i think that's going to be pretty close maybe back to about a 15 so not great but not horrible uh bears is definitely going to slip back to about 20 in there in my estimation uh, so that's a good spot for him. Steelers, we've talked about it with the secondary. Uh, that fourth, that's going to pop back. So you're going to look at about a 12 to 15 in my estimation there. Jaguars at five, probably not going to be about the fifth. Now, Shaquille Griffin is North Slouch if he's going to be the one covering the wide receiver too. So I would expect that to fall back to no, uh, no worse than uh, the 10th hardest schedule for wide receiver two. Um, yeah, and so still kind of a tricky little situation right there. Uh, wide receiver plus, so this would be your Tyler Boyd out of the slot. Uh, 22nd, 32nd, 2nd, 28th. Uh, Vikings at 22nd. That might actually, that's going to improve a little bit, but not nearly as much as the other spots. It's all going to depend on if Jeff Gladney is going to be there, if he kind of skates any type of uh, punishment for his um, domestic abuse. Uh, and uh, if he doesn't, then you'd have Mackenzie Alexander in there, and that's one guy that we'd like to attack in the slot. So 22nd, probably, probably 20th, 22nd, probably somewhere right in there. Bears at 32, we always attack the Chicago Bears in the slot. Uh, it's a prime spot to attack them. Via the passing game, you'll have Duke Shelley there uh, as the slot corner. So that should hold true this year again. Steelers at two. That's going to regress quite a bit. Um, you're looking at Justin Lane as the slot corner. If they, if he's the slot corner, that's going to be the spot to attack all goddamn season. Uh I expect Joe Hayden to fall off at the wide receiver one. Cameron Sutton, okay, whatever. But uh, Justin Lane, man, Justin Lane in that slot, that's where we're going to want to attack, especially in DFS. Jagu uh, Jaguars at 28th, that should hold uh, pretty well there with Trey Herndon. So then we'll move on to the tight ends. Uh, 6, 19, 1, and 30. Six for the Vikings, that's going to hold pretty damn true in there. Bears, probably pretty similar to that 19th. They made no drastic, they made new improvements, and uh, they didn't really get worse at the position. Uh, Steelers at one. 
Maybe a little bit of regression, but probably somewhere between 5 and 10, so it's going to definitely be a spot that we will not attack. Jaguars at 30. That's another one that we want to take a look at. Yeah, with Rayshon Jenkins there uh, covering and then having Gerard Wilson from time to time, I think that's going to actually improve from 30, uh, probably looking at somewhere between the low 20 to 25. Versus running back in the passing game, Third, second, 14th, and 16th. It's going to hold try and true at three for the Vikings versus the Bears. Uh, fast linebackers, definitely just you can't get it done against them. Uh, 14th is probably about right for the Steelers here. Um, maybe a little bit of regression, but not too much. And then Jaguars uh, at 16, that should remain steady as well. Moving on to the second quarter of games. We have the Packers, Lions, Ravens, and Jets. We talked about the Packers in the last one. We talked about the Lions as well. Uh, Ravens, yes, we did. Uh, Jets, we're back at again here. So total defense, 17, 32, 9, and 21. Talked about the Packers. That should remain pretty consistent there. Lions at 32, not going to get much better. Uh, if anything, for the Lions, it's going to get a little bit better, but nothing that's going to affect us not wanting to attack them. Ravens at 9 should be pretty consistent. Maybe a little bit of a fallback, maybe back to about 12. And then the Jets at 21 might get a little bit better um, just because you might have a little bit more of a consistent offense staying on the field, but still not going to get them any more than, say, 18th on the season. Rush defense, 18th, 27th, 12th, and 8th. Pretty consistent for the Packers. Their lines, again, at 27 is fine. Ravens at 12 for the rush. Yeah, I'm not going to go any better or any worse. Jets at 8. Always had a really good rush defense. It's always just kind of been the uh, pass defense that's really kind of held them down. Uh, So I want to take another look in here just to re-up. So across the front, you're going to have Quinn and Williams. Folaronso, Fatukasi, Sheldon Rankins across the front, Carl Lawson, Gerard Davis, Uh, CJ Mosley should come back from the opt out, and Vinny Curry. So they should be, they're pretty damn solid again uh, against running backs, at least on the ground. Pass defenses 15, 32nd, 10th, and 28th. Uh, Packers. Should be a little bit better. Uh, we talked about if rookie Eric Stokes does beat out Kevin King, they'll get better there at, at the wide receiver two position. Lions at 32, can't get much worse. Uh, Ravens at 10, uh, should be a little bit more of a fall off, but I don't think they fall back any worse than, say, 15th. Jets at 28th. So here's another one that we'll look again. Uh, you got Bless Austin on one side, Bryce Hall. Uh, across from him, and then Javelin Gudry in the slot. Uh, yeah, they're still going to be pretty, pretty, pretty bad. But I mean, if they get a good, a better pass rush in there, uh, it should make some improvement. But I don't see them getting outside of the top twenty. Probably looking more at like twenty three, twenty four, somewhere in there. Versus the wide receiver one. So here we go. This is again. We're going to consider this Jamar Chase. Uh, 10, 30, 3, and 22. So 10th versus the Packers. I'll slide that to Jai, that uh, matchup to Jair Alexander. Uh, Lions, really good matchup there. Ravens with 3. Um, 
I mean... <sighs> Three, 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 D, 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 that would be Peters. Peters would have to cover him. You can beat him deep. Uh, so that wouldn't be like a spot where I would probably sit a Jamar Chase in that spot, and I might actually attack it in DFS because I don't think a lot of people will. Um, But we have to respect it. Peters has played better ever since he's gotten to uh, Baltimore. Jets, 22nd. I think that's pretty steady right in there, so I'm fine with it. Versus the wide receiver, two. Here's the T. Higgins, 24, 28, 16, and 29. Uh, we talked about Eric Stokes. That can only improve if he's starting over Kevin King. Lions, 28th. Yep, that's good. Uh, 16th versus the Ravens. This would be Jimmy Smith. Uh, when they're three wide, otherwise it would be Marlon Humphreys. Uh, who is actually not a guy that I'd really like to attack. So I don't really like that uh, That 16 in there. That might actually be flipped. Three might be actually Marlon Humphreys, which I'd respect a little bit more. 16 might actually be the wide receiver. Two might actually be Peters in there. So T. Higgins against Peters. Don't hate it. Don't hate it. Jets at 29, I do expect that to improve just a slight little bit, but it, like I said, it'll stay within the 20. So uh, T. Higgins should be really good to go for this quarter. Wide receiver plus, here's your Tyler Boyd, 6, 19, 5, and 12. Uh, 6 versus the Packers, you don't attack Shannon Sullivan. Lions at 19, yes, you're absolutely fine attacking in the slot. That would probably be a really good uh, contrarian Tyler Boyd spot. Uh, fifth versus Ravens, uh, be Marlon Humphreys in the sl- when he switches into the slot, and that would pull Jimmy Smith in there, so we don't attack there. Uh, 12 versus the Jets. Um, 12 versus the Jets, huh? Yeah, Goodry. I mean, really, why would you attack Goodry when you can attack on the outside and have tremendous success? Tight end, okay. So this would be Drew Sample. Nobody's going to draft Drew Sample. Uh, 8, 21, 22, and 27. So 8th versus Packers, that's pretty standard. 21st versus Lions, yes, you can attack it. 22nd versus Ravens is one weak spot for them. And then 27th at the Jets, yes, I do believe you can still attack there. Uh, Marcus May, not very good at tight end coverage. Uh, So, yeah. If you want to take a shot on Drew Sample, which I would suggest you do not even consider, uh, you can. Uh, Running backs in the passing game. 27th, 32nd, 21st, and 12th. 27th versus the Packers. Not that many improvements, so it should still be pretty high. Uh, Lions all day, every day. Ravens in the passing, in the running back in the passing game. That's where they lack. Uh, We do like that. So, Joe Mixon... Joe Mixon, maybe, maybe. And then versus Jets, 12th uh, against running backs in the passing game. Uh, We'd be better off just staying away. Third quarter of games versus the Browns, Raiders, Steelers, and Chargers. So we get the Steelers back in here. Total defense, they do have a bye week in the week 10. uh, So that's in between the Browns and Raiders game. Uh, Total defense, 25th, 28th, 1st. And 20th. Uh, 
talked about it in the last podcast. Browns are improved, improved immensely. So that is that number is going to go down. Raiders, we've talked about everything that you see with the Raiders is going to stay pretty consistent for this year. They're still another couple of years away. Uh, Steelers at one is going to regress. I would expect them to finish somewhere 10 to 12 at the very best, um, just based on their secondary. 20th versus the Chargers might improve a little bit, but no more, no, probably no better than 15, 18, somewhere in there. Versus the run, 19th, 28th, 5th, and 26th. 19th for the Browns, going to get better. 28th for the Raiders, standard. 5th for the Steelers, that should stay pretty consistent. Maybe slip a little bit, but no worse than probably 8th. Uh, Chargers 26 versus the Rush. I need to look at them again. Um, they do have uh, Linval Joseph and Justin Jones in the front uh, with Bosa and Gaziano on the outside. But when you get back into the linebacking core with Drew Tranquil, Kenneth Murray, Kaiser White, and Uchenna Nuwasu, uh, they kind of lack. So if you get past that first level, you can t- definitely take on that second level. Uh, so as far as 26... They're probably a little bit better than that, you know, 18, 20, somewhere in there. Versus the pass, 25th, 26th, 1st, and 17th. So versus the Browns, this would be your Joe Bur- you know, Joe Burrow at quarterback when you're looking at pass. Uh, 25th versus the Browns, that's going to improve for the Browns. Uh, be bad for Burrow. Raiders, absolutely fine at 26. First versus Steelers versus the pass, that should fall back to about 10. Uh, at the very best, uh, versus Chargers 17th. Um, that might improve a little bit. Michael Davis returns on the one side. Now you have Asante Samuel, uh, second-round pick out of Florida State. Uh, by that time, he might actually have his feet under him. Uh, and then you have Chris Harris in the slot, which is never a place to attack. And then uh, Nazir Adderley and Derwin James at the safety position. So... I would say that's actually a pretty, pretty, pretty good secondary. 17, a little harder to get back up in there. So can they be top 15? Sure, but I don't think it's going to be by much. Versus the wide receiver, one. So, again, we're back to Jamar Chase. Fourth, 29th, 24th, and fifth. Fourth versus the Browns. You never attack Denzel Ward. Uh, but you may have to if you take him as wide receiver too. So just understand that. 29th versus the Raiders, yes, absolutely, all day, every day. 24th versus Steelers, all day, every day. 5th versus Chargers, that my, that should stay pretty stable. Michael Davis is a pretty damn good corner. Versus wide receiver two, here's T. Higgins, 18, 25, 4, and 27. 18th versus the Browns, that should improve. How much remains to be seen, 12 to 15. Uh, is kind of my guess, just based off looking at secondary. 25th versus the Raiders, absolutely all day, every day. Steelers, fourth. Yes, you can attack them. You can attack them there. Uh, 27th versus the Chargers. Like I said, Asante Samuel should have his feet under him. He's a pretty damn good uh, corner in college. So 27th, no. Rookie starting there, can it slip into the top 20? Absolutely. Wide receiver plus, here's your Tyler Boyd. 30th, 29th, 2nd, and 16th. 
30th versus the Browns. That is going to improve for the Browns, not for Tyler Boyd. 29th versus Raiders, absolutely, all day, every day. Steelers second overall. No, that's going to that's gonna fly back in a big way. That's going to be about 15th right in there. Uh, and then Chargers at 16 with Chris Harris. I think that's about right. Tight end here. Good God, do not draft your sample, please. 28, 5, 1, and 20. Uh, 28th versus the Browns. It should improve there, but probably not terribly too much. They'll still be in the 20s. Uh, Raiders 5th. Somehow, some way, they stop a tight end. Uh, Steelers at first. I would expect that to stay. Uh, that'll regress, but it'll stay You know, in that top spot. It'll be top 5 at the very worst. Uh, Chargers at 20. It depends on the health of Derwin James. If you're looking at Derwin James being healthy, that'll slip up into the top 15. Versus running back in the passing game, 23rd, 20th, 14th, and 17th. 23rd versus the Browns. That's going to improve about 15th. Raiders, 20th. It's about right. I mean, you're going to start your running back anyways just on the rush alone, so... You'll take that as a bonus. Steelers at 14 uh, can be done, but it's it's tough from time to time. Chargers, 17th versus running back in the passing game. Look at that defense again. If you go to the Drew, if you take on the pass rush and you pass over the top of Joey Bosa uh, against Drew Tranquil, you'll have that one every day. Last quarter here, five games. 49ers, Broncos, Ravens, Chiefs, and Browns. Total defense, 16, 13, 9th, 22nd, 25th. We talked about the Niners in the last one. Uh, I'm not very high on them, so they'll slip back a little bit, but probably no more than 20. Broncos at 13, that's going to improve uh, as long as their offense doesn't hang them out to dry. Ravens, 9th, little, you know, little bit of regression, nothing big. Uh, Chiefs at 22nd. Uh, don't expect much improvement there, but they could just slip inside the top 20. Uh, Browns at 25. We've talked about it. Drastic improvement. Rush defense. Seventh for the Niners. Going to regress a little bit. Broncos, uh, 25th. That's going to go positively for the Broncos. Very, very good defense, at least on paper. 12th for the Ravens, pretty stable. 31st for the Chiefs, always check Chief, always attack the Chiefs with the running back. 19th versus the Browns, that will improve here. Pass defense, you got 20th versus the Niners. This is where it could uh, fall apart for them there. Uh, expect that to slide back uh, at least a little bit to at least 25. Uh, Broncos at 11th, really good secondary uh, coming into this year. 10th for the Ravens will slip back just a shade. Chiefs, 16th. Again, attack with the running back. You don't attack really with anything else. Uh, Browns, 25th. That's going to improve dramatically. So that last quarter is not as easy as what it it seems on the on the bookends. Wide receiver one, Jamar Chase again. 21-8, 3rd, 9th, 4th, 21st versus the Niners. I think that's pretty stable, if not falls down or falls back a little bit. 8th versus the Broncos, not attacking the Broncos. 3rd versus the Ravens, again, depends who the actual guy is covering him. If it's Marlon Humphreys, no. 
Uh, if it's Marcus Peters, yes, we can. Ninth versus the Chiefs. Uh, secondary, I'm not very high on. Uh, would not attack Legereus Sneed. Traverius Ward on the other on the other side. Every once in a while, you can attack him. Will Parks in the slot? Yes. Uh, so probably Legereus Sneed would be covering him. So that's about accurate. Browns at four. Denzel Ward we talked about it. Wide receiver two. T Higgins twelve, fifteen, sixteen, thirteen, eighteen. Versus the wide receiver, too, I think they're going to regress a little bit from this 12. That's going to go back to about 18. 15 versus the Broncos, it's going to get better. 16 versus the Ravens, it's about right. 13th versus the Chiefs may fall back a little bit with ward coverage. Uh, so it's not terrible. At Browns at 18, I would expect that number to go down. Tyler Boyd, the wide receiver plus, has 25th, 21st, 5th, 7th, and 30th, uh, 25th versus the Niners. I think we're good to go there. 21st versus the Broncos. I would stay away from that spot. Fifth versus the Ravens. That's when you have Snead in the in the slot, and we don't like that. Uh, Chiefs at seventh. That's going to regress. We should be able to attack with slot corners. Attack those slot corners. Now, they could move Tyron Matthew over there. Uh, from time to time, which would really fuck everything up. But if it is indeed Will Parks, that's where we would want to attack. Uh, Browns, we've talked about their defense has massively improved. Versus tight end, <sighs> Drew Sample, don't draft him. 11th, 18th, 22nd, 14th, and 28th. So 11th versus the Niners, I think that's okay. May regress a little bit. Uh, Broncos, 18th, that's going to go positive for the Broncos. Uh, 22nd versus the Ravens. They haven't stopped it yet. So, yeah, that's okay. Uh, but probably still not using them. 14th versus the Chiefs. Not attacking the Chiefs with a tight end unless it's an elite tight end. 28th versus the Browns uh, with John Johnson there at free safety. I think uh, they have improved immensely. Versus running back in the passing game, 28th, 4th, 21st, 31st, 23rd, 28th versus the Niners. Give or take, probably top 20, um, but probably right at 20. Broncos at 4, yeah, not doing that. 21st versus the Ravens, another good spot to attack there if you're looking for a contrarian play. 31st versus the Chiefs, we always use running backs versus the Chiefs, and they never fucking improve. Browns 23rd versus running backs in the passing game. Expect that number to improve for the Browns immensely. Going full season, half seasons, and quarters. Uh, based on total defense, you're looking at 22nd overall, 19th in the first half, 20th in the second half. Uh, by quarters, 11, 25, 21, and 17. Uh, Got to be careful with that back, that back half, definitely. Versus the rush. 24th for the season, 17 and 25 for the halves by quarter, 14, 16, 22nd, and 24. This one's going to pull back quite a bit um, in terms of that rush defense. I would expect that to actually kind of pull back. You're probably looking at about 15, 18 on the whole season altogether just because those back two quarters are not nearly as good as what we would hope for. You do want the Chiefs. But it kind of is what it is. 
Versus the pass, you're looking at the 22nd hardest schedule on the board for Joe Burrow. 24 in the first half, 17 in the second half. By quarter, 11, 26, 19, and 16. So second and third quarters are where you, uh, the season are where you really kind of want them. Uh, and I don't necessarily disagree. So really it starts kind of in week four uh, and moves on there. Wide receiver one. So here's your Jamar Chase schedule. Full season, third, hardest schedule overall. First half, second half, 21st, and first. So, need to decide, are you really going to take Jamar Chase that early? Okay, by quarter, 19, 15, 13, and second. So it gets harder as the season progresses. I believe we've actually taken a look at this pretty well and have determined that maybe Jamar Chase is getting taken a little bit too high. Uh, do Jamar Chase before I do uh, go back and do Mixon and Burrow. Uh, Jamar Chase is going as your wide receiver 25. So he's right at the beginning of the wide receiver threes at pick 57. So we're, lo- we're looking at fifth round. Is he a guy that you're going to take in the fifth round? Because he's going to end up being your wide receiver, too, probably. Probably. Especially if you're going two running backs. Um, I would expect yeah, he's probably going to be your wide receiver three or wide receiver two. I doubt he makes it to your wide receiver three. If he's your wide receiver three, I have no issues with it. But uh, when we get to the other wide receivers, you, you may like a couple of other guys. Let's take a look at Joe Mixon here real quick. He's coming in at RB15. Uh, has regressed a little bit. He little bit. He is now uh, pick twentieth uh, overall. So he is still at the back end of the second. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, second round is the back of the second round. Okay. Um, Joe Burrow ha- is has slipped back into the top 12 of quarterbacks. It comes in at QB 11, uh, right ahead of Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford. Uh, pick 94 overall. Probably going to be a guy that people are going to stay away from. Does have injury concerns coming back from the ACL. I know they have said that he is going to be ready to go for the beginning of the season. Just be careful. Have the backup plan. Have the backup quarterback. Now we move on here. Uh, wide receiver two, this is T. Higgins, 15th hardest schedule on the season, 15th in the first half, 19th in the second half by quarter, first, 31st, 21st, and sixth. So right in the middle of the seasons is where he is uh, got the best part of his schedule. Uh, will decrease a little bit with the uh, Cleveland Browns on the schedule here, but when we look at what his ADP is, T. Higgins comes in at wide receiver 26, right behind Jamar Chase. He's actually one pick right behind Jamar Chase at 58. So you have to probably make a decision whether or not you're going to go with the rookie or if you're going to go uh, with the second-year wideout here. Uh, just based off of the schedules, actually T. Higgins is better, um, but I would probably end up waiting um, and not take either, to be completely honest with you. 
Um, we can look at what the other wide receivers are around them. So first three in front of them, Tyler Lockett, uh, Adam Thielen, who I would definitely take before him, Kenny Galladay, little mixed feelings about whether or not I would take in front of him. Uh, behind them, Brandon Ayuk, no. Odell Beckham, I would probably take a shot on it. Probably wait another round and take a shot on him. On there, Juju Smith-Schuster, I'm basically falling back off of uh, Steelers wide receivers outside of Deontay Johnson. So, T. T. for me, T. Higgins over Jamar Chase, but realizing that Jamar Chase is probably going to get the most targets, uh, but he does have the hardest schedule. Wide receiver plus, here's your Tyler Boyd, 20th hardest schedule on the board for the season. Uh, by halves, 12 and 26, so a good second half. Uh, by quarters, 27th, 2nd, 27th, and 19th. So Tyler Boyd, really, is kind of interesting. Now, we expect that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be passing quite often uh, just because their defense is not very good whatsoever, right? So should be plenty of opportunities, even for Tyler Boyd in, in this offense. Uh, no tight end really to deal with. It depends if they're going to really get Joe Mixon involved in the passing game. Uh, like they said, they are going to, uh, making him a, uh, a full you know three down back. But he comes in as wide receiver 36, so last uh, wide receiver three on the board. Uh, 81 is the pick. Or as the overall pick, that, my friends, is 23 picks behind T. Higgins, so almost a good two rounds behind T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. So in reality, he might be the guy. He might honestly be the guy. Got to keep it in consideration, especially if he keeps falling. Tight end, we're not going to deal with Drew Sample. I'll give it to you anyways, but... Uh, full season, 15th hardest schedule by halves, 18th and 16th, and by quarters, 8th, 21st, 12th, and 19th. Of course, we are not drafting him. We're not fucking drafting him. We're not drafting him. Um, tight end, he's got he's to be a tight end three, right? Where is he? Oh, my God, he is way down there. Oh, my God, he is a tight end four. Yeah, tight end 45, 356 overall. So, yeah, definitely not messing with Drew Sample. Now we go back to the running back. Running back in the passing game. Uh, overall rank for the season, 21st hardest schedule. Uh, by half, 16th and 27th. It's not bad. Uh, and then by quarter, 3rd, 29th, 21st, and 29th. So, really, um, when you look at his rush schedule, when you look at Joe Mixon's rush schedule, and his um, opportunities with his possible opportunities within the passing game, and what his and what his strength schedule is there. Now, granted, it'll go down a little bit, but you're looking at a rush schedule right now. Full season twenty four twentieth, you know, or uh, my bad, twenty uh, first uh, versus running back in the passing game. Those numbers are going to go down, right? It's going to be a harder schedule, but. Um, Man, it kind of all depends on who's around him. Really need to take a look at that. We didn't take a look at that. Uh, so let's see here. First three in front of him, Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, Clyde Edwards, Alaire. 
We'll take Aaron Jones. Clyde edwards lair maybe. He was going, man, he was going in the third round. All these guys are going in the third round. Gibson, uh, better offensive line. That's all I have to say about that. Behind him, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, David Montgomery. I might actually take J.K. Dobbins before I take Joe Mixon. I might actually reach. If you're talking back into the second round, I'd probably focus more on Dobbins than I would Joe Mixon. Um, just, I have a little bit more trust in the player. I have a little bit more trust in the offensive line too. So, Cincinnati Bengals, their offensive line is better, but oof. I think Mixon's going to be good. I think he's going to be good for the year. Like I said, I'd probably take J.K. Dobbins before him just because I like the offensive line still a little bit better. Um, J.K. Dobbins probably a little bit more explosive as well. So kind of is what it is, but that's your Cincinnati Bengals. And we will return to the AFC North. Talk about a little bit of brownies. See you in the next one. <laughs> 